Hello guys, welcome to another episode of The Voice of Mike. My name is Michael Ibrahim and I am your host. The last episode we talk about you are a legal witness and I will just going to I'll just do a recap on what we talked about. Even as we look forward to this part two. Uh, we did define what a legal weakness is, who a weakness is rather, and we said a weakness is somebody who have first-hand information that is relevant in court, and the key words are first-hand information and relevant. If those two keywords are not in your definition of a weakness, then I don't think you're a weakness at all. And we did say that uh, you can be a witness based on what you have seen and what you have heard. It is on the basis of what you have seen, what you have heard, that the court will ask for your testimony. Yes, and we did look at a couple of scriptures. And we did look at why Jesus of Nazareth uses the word witness in his last uh, statement to his disciples in the book of Acts chapter 1. He says, you will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you will be my witness. And we looked at some few scriptures. And even before Jesus left, he actually makes statement like, you are my witness. And if we look at Luke chapter 24, verse 48, where we looked at last, the last time we, we talked about your legal witness, we heard Jesus says, you will be my you will." You will be my witness to all these things. So, and last week we said that what you have seen and what you have heard must be collaborated with an evidence that if you are in the court of law and you are given a witness, there must be an evidence on the ground that shows that actually what you are saying or what you have seen, seen rather, and what you have heard or what you are speaking out based on what you have heard must be collaborated with an evidence and last week we did see that jesus said you'll be my witness to all these things and when jesus was making his final statement to his disciples he said wait let the holy ghost comes upon you and then you'll be my witness and we looked at why the holy ghost why we they have to wait and we said what they have seen is not enough it is not enough based on what they have seen they needed the holy spirit it is the holy ghost that confirmed what they have seen through miracles signs and wonders it is the holy spirit that confirms that and that's why they had to wait for the coming of the holy ghost so that by the time they are saying what they have seen it will be and they begin to manifest it it will be evident to everybody that say truly this man actually saw something that we didn't see praise the lord now we'll be looking at what have you heard. I want to look at some legal uh, aspects so to aid our understanding of what have you heard. Today we'll be looking at what have you heard. You are a legal witness based on what you have heard. We are looking at what have you heard. And yes, hallelujah. Now, in, in the legal aspect, 
you can be called to the court of law, as we have said the last time we spoke on your legal weakness, that you can be called to the court of law based on what you have heard. And the last episode, I said that even a blind person can be a witness. Why? Because the court of law will only ask him to speak on what he has heard, not what he has seen, knowing the fact that he cannot see or he, she cannot see, but definitely she can hear. And hearing, you can also have uh, your two sight, and court may call you based on what you have heard. For example, if I'm in my house and there was a there was a crime that has been committed in my neighborhood, I may not have seen it, but I must have heard I must have heard gunshot. So the court of law will call me and said, "But what time did you hear the gunshot?" How many shots did you hear? Were they three shots, four shots? And it will be based on what I have heard that the court of law will ask me for. It is not based on what I have seen. Now, the court of law will not ask you to say what somebody else told you, which the court of law calls it hearsay. It will not call you based on what somebody told you. Remember our definition of witness that you must be somebody who has a first-hand information. In other words, you were there when that thing happened. Not based on what somebody else told you. So if you come to the court of law as a witness and you are speaking on what somebody else told you, the court of law will dismiss you totally. The only way where the court of law will admit that is that when you where the person who told you that story is dead and the person you are the last person the person saw and told you the story so the court of law will admit that but not just admit that there must be evidence that you were actually there to hear what the person said before he died I, I, please don't get confused i know i'm talking about a lot of legal stuff but i want us to understand certain principles so that we that will aid our understanding of who a legal witness is based on what you have heard and then jesus began to talk and says you will receive power when the holy ghost comes upon you and if you look at luke chapter 24 verse 48 reading we read verse 46 47 48 and 46 47 did talk about telling them you have that all that has been written about Messiah has come to pass. All that he will do, you have seen it all, you have heard it all. You will be my witness to these things. And so Jesus was telling them, you will be my, you, my disciples, you will be my witness based on what you have heard. And the Holy Ghost, when he comes upon you, he will agree with you based on what you have heard. That the world may not have seen me when I was alive. They may not have heard what I have said but you have heard it and so on the basis of what you have heard go and tell them and i will witness i will the holy ghost who i will send upon you will be an evidence to that which you have heard and that's why the holy ghost will not agree with you based on hearsay when the sons of Cephas in the book of acts were about to cast out demons and I realized in that, in that story, they must have done it several times. They say, in the name of Jesus Christ, which Peter, which Peter speaks, 
which which Peter speaks rather, we cast you out. That was what the sons of Cephas were do, were doing. And although probably they were successful, but by the time Bible says they met another evil spirit, and they said to the evil spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, which Peter speaks, we cast you out. If that means they have only had it was a year since they had no experience of the person of the Christ himself. They've not had him in their lives. And so they were using somebody's hearsay to cast that demon. Bible said the demon said to them, he said, Jesus, we know, Paul, we know, who are you? And Bible said the demons dealt with them and they ran out of the house naked. The sons of Cephas. So it is dangerous to go based on hearsay. You can only be a witness based on what you have heard. You can only be a witness based on what Jesus has told you. That's the only way you can be a witness. There is no any other way you can be a witness for Christ. God must have said something to you. And by the time he says something to you, the Holy Ghost will agree with what he has said. Oh yes, he will. He will agree. Jesus was talking to his disciples in the book of John about the person of the Holy Ghost. He said, when the Holy Ghost comes, he will tell you what to say. It that means you can only say what the Holy Ghost has told you. That is why the Holy Spirit is important in our witnesses. That if you are going to witness, there must be a demonstration of the Holy Ghost upon your life. You must be able to speak on base of what you have heard. John, 1 John chapter 1, verse 1. John was saying something in his, in, in his writing. 1 John chapter 1, verse 1 says, That which from the beginning which we have heard, we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, our hands have handled concerning the word of life. John first letter, in his first letter, he was very careful to tell them that my writing is based on what I've heard. That the scripture men that move in the move in the power of the Holy Ghost, they move based on what the Holy Ghost have told them. So they were witness on based on what they've heard. And John continued to speak in verse 3 when he said, That which we have seen and heard we declare to you. That which we have seen and heard we declare to you. That you can only declare what you have heard. You can only declare what you have heard. John, uh, Paul, rather, was telling his story before the council when he was arrested in the book of Acts, chapter 22. I, I will just read a verse in that Acts, chapter 22. He says something that, that really touched me. He said, after he has told his story, how on his way to Damascus and Jesus met him and there was a flashlight and a lot of things happened. He says this was what God said to what this was what God said to him after that encounter. He said, For you will be that I will be his witness to all men, all men, no exception, of what you have seen and what you have heard. Oh yes, that you will be his witness. Based on what you have seen and what you have heard. 
You cannot be his weakness based on hearsay. No. You can only be his weakness based on what you have seen and what you have heard. God has to help us to understand this. One of the things we must beg God in our lives is that God, I want to be a weakness for you. But for you to be a weakness for God, it must be on the basis of what you have seen and what you have heard. How do I be a witness? That takes us to the next aspect. How do I be a witness? We can be a witness through prayer. Through prayer, we can be a witness. Prayer is the number one tool. It is through prayer we can hear. I'm talking about how can you be a witness based on what you have seen and what you have heard. You can be a witness through prayer. Through prayer. There is no other way. Through prayer. It is true prayer men see. It is true prayer men hear. Was it not Paul? Was it not Peter? In the book of, uh, in, the, in the Acts of the Apostle, when Peter was uh, praying, Bible says he was praying, and then he had a vision, and he saw a basket full of animals, and the Holy Spirit said, eat, and he said, this is unclean, and the Holy Ghost said, this is not unclean. This is not unclean. He said, never call what God has made clean unclean. And, and Peter was saying, God, what do you mean? He said, I want to send you to the house of Colinians. He's a Gentile. Go and pray for him. There are men downstairs waiting for you. Follow them to the house of Colinians. It was on the place of prayer that the Holy Ghost revealed this to Peter. He saw a vision and he heard. Bible said, by the time he reached the house of Colinians, he began to speak. Bible said... He told them, he said, before I came here, the Lord had shown me a vision. And Bible said, while he was speaking, the Holy Ghost fell upon the, the Colinos and all of his household, all of them. All of them. He said, after that, Peter said, now I know. Know why the Holy Ghost had to show me a vision before I come here. And he spoke to me that I should come with you. Prayer is a tool to become a witness for the Messiah. Another aspect of how to become a witness is studying of the word. Not just reading the Bible, but meditating on the word. Meditating. 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 Constantly meditation. After prayer, the next to follow is meditation. Meditate on the word of God. Meditate on it. It's the only way. It's the only way you can be a witness. It's the only way God can speak and open your eyes to see. Remember in our last episode, we said the word of God has a tendency of opening our eyes to see what God is saying. Study of the word. Another aspect is inviting the Holy Spirit into your life. This one, you have to speak it out. Say, Holy Ghost, please, I want to be a witness. Come into my life. That I may be a witness coming to my life. It's the only way, the only way at which you can be a witness based on what you have seen. Remember, I said what you have seen, what you have heard was it wasn't, it's not enough. It wasn't enough for his disciples. What they've seen and what they have heard was not enough for the disciples of Jesus Christ. Jesus had to tell them, wait. What you have seen is good. What you have heard is good. But wait, because the Holy Spirit, we have to collaborate what you have seen and what you have heard. 
And that is why the apostles were speaking the book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 20. He said, we cannot but stop speaking about what we have seen and what you have heard. We can't. That's the last point I'm giving this morning. That inviting the Holy Spirit into your life is another way of becoming a witness for the Lord Jesus. I want to round up from here. And I want to pray for somebody who desire to be a witness. You desire to be a witness for God. I want to pray for you. Father, I pray for the person listening to this right now who desire to be your witness. Father, I beg of you by your mercy and by your grace. You have shown us that it is true prayer and it is true the studying of the world and it is true the invitation of the Holy Spirit. Father, may this happen to us. There will be a witness for you and for your glory and to the hands of the earth. Paul was speaking, he says, for this you will be my witness to all men based on what you have seen and what you have heard. May that be our portion and may that be the testimonies of our lives. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for in Jesus' name we are free. Amen. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Please share the part one and part two of this. It will bless somebody to become a witness for Jesus. So thank you for listening to this podcast and have a wonderful week. Bye, guys.